another episode of Ballers, Beers, and Banter. I'm your host, Dave. Here with me, you don't know Dak, and the Fresh Prince of Hell Air, Anthony Moose. Hello! What's up? And those are their official team names to start the year in our home keeper league, uh, which we just drafted last night. So, obviously, Anthony is a Hilaire guy, and uh, Moose, as you know from listening to the podcast, he's a big Dak guy. He's a big Dak guy. So, he does yeah. know Dak. Um, how are you guys feeling about the draft yesterday? I feel great. Fantastic. I think, uh, I think I've got a, a great team. Uh, much better than last year. I feel very confident with my team. It's it's uh, hard for me to be better than last year, but I think uh, I think they're uh, they'll do a good job. Mm-hmm. Last year was a showcase, and uh, uh, you did actually last year drafted pretty well and waiver wire genius. I mean, after you traded for Dak last year, and then he gets injured right away. <sighs> You had to do some some maneuvering, some fandangoing your way well, to uh, uh, an epic championship. QB streaming. Yeah, you know a lot of people panic if they make a big trade like that. A big name guy gets injured, done for season. You can't panic. The waiver wire is can't panic. an endless pit of players. Basically, my Lost strategy. My, pen. my strategy was find anybody who's playing the Jets uh, was my quarterback, and then in all cases get a defense that was also playing the Jets. Well, that's still, I mean, you've picked the Jets to be last place, or we have a bet Houston versus Jets, whoever finishes last. Yeah. Uh, I so mean, you think the Jets will still be this playing? Was, this was pre-Zach Wilson, so I, yeah. I Texans probably will be lower than the Jets. But the bet wasn't made pre-Zach Wilson. It uh, was made before he ever took a snap, that's for sure. Okay. Okay. But I still, I still, I honor, I honor my bets. So uh, he's yeah. only, we haven't, we haven't seen him. Well, we haven't seen so. him. Well, I mean, some people bailed on bets last year, if I if I remember correctly. Who who did that? It was a certain amount of waters drank instead of beers, uh, possibly. When? What are you talking about, man? Blasphemy, lies. Are you, me or Anthony? Well, you're the water drinker, so I don't think he's directing those at me. And I have endless stories of me chugging beers because <laughs> I lost a lot. Yeah, you drank like 14 <laughs> beers one day. That was, but, that was a tough. Um, day. We'll see. We you know Zach Wilson still has to play through the season. Uh, he, you know, he looks like he, he could have some promise in the end. So we'll see what happens. That we will. And who knows? Deshaun Watson could even come back and save Houston. I think that's a long shot at this point. Compared to him getting traded or just in general? Uh, what's I just more, think, what's I more just, likely? I think the it, legal issues are just going to drag on all mm-hmm, season. Mm-hmm. And uh, until, until they, you know, have a... Uh, solution to the legal issues or the league. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The, he's allowed to play. The ball's in his court. If he chooses to play for Houston, he can play week one, right? Yes. Yeah. So it really, it's up to him. It's if he decides, all right, fine, I'll play for Houston and then trade me next season, then th- that's his choice. Yeah. Nope. But uh, I think until a suspension is you know made or not made or until the legal issues are resolved or until they trade him, he's not going to play. Fair well, enough. and I don't think after week one, we'll know who the worst team is yet with your beer bet, because uh, <laughs> two terrible teams are playing this each other. Houston is playing <laughs> Jacksonville. So can they both so lose? One, someone will have a win. Yeah, well, they could or, tie. Or, or they, tie. Could tie. Um, they, they could tie 12-12. Jets are playing Panthers. We don't we don't know. That's an interesting one. Darnold Pan- going against Panthers, his own Panthers team. are good. Panthers are decent. Panthers we'll will be like it's been almost uh, 500. First headline, they signed Royce Freeman. Uh, the Panthers? Yep. Sweet. I mean, kind of sucks for Chuba Hubbard. Anyone? Yeah, and Chuba uh, Hubbard, like, you guys wanting to pick Chuba Hubbard yesterday, but I, I think Chuba Hubbard slots in ahead of Royce Freeman. He should. He should. He's good. He good. Uh, but they need depth. You can't just have two guys, right? Chuba Hubbard is really good. Really good running back. You'll see. We've Anthony. talked about him endlessly I mean, on the if, podcast. If he's worse than Royce Freeman, then the Panthers are in big trouble because they really have no depth then. They can't play Christian McCaffrey 100% of snaps. So we'll find out who the other good players I'm not saying he won't be a bad backup. I'm just saying if Christian McCaffrey goes down, I don't think you're getting a Mike Davis performance out of Chuba Hubbard. I think you would even maybe even better than Mike really? Davis last year. Oh, yeah. Chuba's, so Chuba's we'll keep an eye good. on that because if Chuba, McCaffrey Chuba. goes down, I'll, Chuba, I'll, Chuba, I'll make Chuba, that beer Chuba. bet with you. Why don't you just, why don't you just Chuba, make Chuba, the beer Chuba, bet? Chuba, 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 Chuba. This might not even happen. Does Chuba's name sound like a train? Make the bet contingent on if it happens. Okay. 
You want to do a contingency? What's bet? the beer bet? No. Contingency yeah, if, beer if bet. If Chuba Hubbard gets yeah. a in a situation where he is the starting running back, yeah. Um, Dude. the beer bet is that he would outperform Mike Davis from last year. Yeah, but then you got to like it got to be games played, points per game basis. No. Can, can it be points per game basis? Then no, I'm not taking the bet. Does Chuba's name sound like a train? Chuba 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 that work? I know. Yeah. I know we're a G Chuba podcast, train? but that we're not the, like a cheesy podcast. That is the podcast. sound of a train. Yes. Okay. Oh great. God. Great. Just check just it. Just so check corny. It. The, the real question is because I've seen this before, and there's quite a bit of debate about it. Is um, how many choose before a woo? Hold on. You do. Or, you do a train. How noise. many? Do how a train many? Noise. How many chugga chuggas before a woo woo? <laughs> chugga chugga chugga. It usually chugga, takes me chugga, one chugga chug of a beer to be going woo. But uh, you do your train noise. Nice. I, mine's just like Anthony's. Chugga, I, chugga, I chugga, wasn't listening to Anthony. Chugga, 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 choo, choo. See, I think Anthony, chugga, chugga? Anthony, you maybe do one more chugga, chugga than I would. Okay. Way too many chugga, chuggas. Did you ever see that movie, uh, Major Pain? I'm doing it based yes. on how long he did his, what? when he was telling the story to the A kid. movie. Which Wayne's brother is in that one? It's... See? They... Damon? Damien? It's the oldest brother, I think. No, right? it's Marlon? the second it's oldest. It's the funniest. It's the funniest. Yeah, it's the funniest brothers. brother, but it's the second oldest. Well, that Major Pain's felt classic. You know when the yeah. kid has a broken finger? Yeah. No, he hurt himself, and then he's like, breaks his finger to like- Or he was going to break his away finger. From, yeah, yeah, just fantastic. Anyways. Oh, good stuff. All right, let's get in some headlines, guys. Uh, we were talking quarterbacks um, before we started making train noises, and uh, in quarterback news, Cam Newton- has been released by the New England Patriots. Kind of old news by now, but we got to talk about it. Uh, so mm-hmm. Mac Jones is the official starting quarterback um, for the New England Patriots. Talk to me, guys. Is this good for this the is receivers? Great. Is it good for the running backs? What do you think? This is great for everybody. Yes. <laughs> this is great for the locker room. Except it's great for the organization. It's great for Mac Jones. It's great for the receivers. You're right. It's great for everybody except Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe his mom. Cam Newton's mom. I feel like she'd be disappointed too. Okay. Like if you got cut, <laughs> if you got released or fired, your mom would be pretty upset. I, I, I think. So it's good for everyone, but it's good for everyone on the Patriots. <laughs> so now. It's good, it's good for everyone on the left side of the field as well. Okay. Yes. I think this is even better for the running back. So, you know, you can yes. still argue there's a committee, but now there's red zone opportunity because we got, you got to factor in that Cam Newton had 12 rushing tutties last year. I can't see Mac Jones doing rushing for more than like a quarterback sneak or every now and then a little scramble. Like he, you know, he could, but that means it opens up for, you know, and I don't know who's going to be their red zone guy. Probably change from week to week, but Damian Harris's stock goes up a little bit. Ramahandre Stevenson, definitely. Cause he's a power back. James White, eh, I don't know. But um, I think Damien Harris and Rahman Dre Stevenson get a little boost. So are you a little higher on Damien Harris now, Moose, since uh, Cam's not there? No. it's For me, it's the exact you same situation. You don't think? So the 12 rushing touchdowns won't increase Damien Harris's value. I mean, one, we have to see if Mac Jones can get the Patriots to the red zone in a real NFL game. Uh, better than better than Cam, right? We, Cam, would, ho- we would hope so. Yes. Well, you just said well, he's going to be better would, for yeah. everyone. Yeah. So obviously, well, in in the long term, for okay. sure, I okay. would rather. Oh, have, I'd rather are we talking dynasty or redraft, Moose? Get your act well, together. Redraft, you're not taking Mac Jones, but we're talking about can he get them well, down we, the field? We you were said talking. We were talking about the New England Patriots. If we're talking fantasy, I don't think anything has really changed. It's. You're a guy that makes fun of Cam Newton's throwing ability. So yeah. this is not better for receivers. I'm not saying yeah, the I receivers. Mean, it's, it's, it's slightly better, but I don't think it's like yeah. astronomically better. Well, I don't think I, I still agree. You're not taking any of these receivers Most, I, higher than where they were. The but is, I think for you're not you're not going to know if it's going to be Rob Andre or if it's going to be Damian Harris Rob getting those goal Andre. line, whatever, getting those goal line <laughs> touches. Moose, is it? Did we make a beer bed about this? Hold on, hold on. Is it uncomfortable, Moose? Is it? I have a question for you. Is it uncomfortable? Is what uncomfortable? Sitting on the fence so hard like you are. 
choose I, a side, man. You can't say it can't. You can't first I, on one hand say this is way better for everyone on New England, then the other say, well, I don't know if the running backs are going to boost. Yeah, uh, we were talking about football, and then we switched to fantasy. I, I still, yeah. I still wouldn't touch. Sorry, the New England. I forgot to remind you this is a fantasy football podcast. I still wouldn't touch the New England <laughs> backfield. All right, so Moose is not touching D- the backfield. Didn't we do I think Damian Harris D- is a great pick. Didn't we do a Damian Harris beer bet with uh, Moose? Or yeah, it was it, if Damian Harris scores any points in fantasy, yeah, Moose loses. <laughs> I think that's what it was. <laughs> well, just in case we didn't do one, uh, I say Damian Harris top fifteen or within top the, fifteen within the fifteen. What do you mean? Like, uh, what's the difference uh, between fantasy- and top? Well, I mean, top fifteen. So okay. he'll be amongst top the top 15, fifteen fantasy running, running backs. Back. Yeah, by end of year. By end of year. Wow. No, by mid. Should be drafting him way earlier. Then where did you rank him, Anthony? You didn't rank him in your top twenty-four. Well, I ranked him before Cam Newton left. So you're thinking he's getting it. So this bump. is so this is my idea behind it. Um, Talk to us. Who says Ramondre? Did I say it properly? Enough Not even close. I don't think so. Just say Stevenson, Mister Stevenson. Ramondre. That was good. That was better. Okay. Like last night on halftime, if, listeners, if you're not already listening to us on halftime, get on it. Every what Wednesday live on halftime sports, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. But Anthony was having trouble <laughs> with a gentleman who's drafting in our 3B halftime bowl um, saying, and his name was Jimmy Garoppolina. And Anthony couldn't figure it out. It was Jimmy Garoppolina. Just having so much trouble with it. Jimmy Garoppolo. Because I'm trying to make a point, and then I have to say this long name, and I want to say Garoppolo. But if you but can then say has... Garoppolo, it's pretty much the same. Garoppolo. Let's, uh, let's get back on track here. So the, the, get the train. Get the, the reason get the why I raise Damian Harris is because, in my opinion, I don't think Rahamandre will take that much work away from him or the red zone touches away from him. So I think those 12 touchdowns, Royal Mondre will get some. James White might get some. We know that Damian Harris is not the receiving back. So we know they'll probably give it to him on the goal line and the other guys will probably get more work, you know, uh, on third down and all that stuff. But I think Damian Harris is the guy to punch it in in the end zone. So I think all his right. touchdowns will go up. I think if he's healthy the entire season, his yardage will for sure go up and it'll launch him into that top 15 category. I know the New top England Patriots. wild, though. You just moved him up like 15 spots. So, in so, do, so let's make because this one. Because of a change of quarterback. That's so let's make, this aggressive. A bold, let's make this a bold bet then. If that's ridiculous, I'll make it a bold bet. Two beers, which is sure. our bold bet rule. Sure. Hmm. The, well, here's the only thing. We've already seen three running backs get injured. Three top 15 running backs. In hey, tra- Cam Akers, Travis Etienne. Does, does it hurt? And yeah. uh, sitting <laughs> does on it the fence. hurt? Okay, so, no, I'm just talking about beer bets here, man. Sounds like you're right next to me on the fence. Well, Mike Davis finished in the top 15 last year. So anyone hey, could I finish straight the top up 15, took this bet. I'm taking it. Oh, you take you're, it. You're on, Anthony. I'm not taking it. I'm not taking it. Where did you have Damian Harris previously? Anyways, we got to move on. Mm. All right. Damian Harris, top 15. I didn't, I didn't from realize Anthony. beers moved people up and down the rankings. Beers beats Battlestar Galactica. Let's keep going. Well, he likes to drink water. That's why he's all nervous. We're talking about me? Yeah, yeah. take the bet. <laughs> no, I'm not taking that bet. I've taken <laughs> he doesn't know what I, time on this podcast, I've taken the most beer bets uh so far and won the most beer bets. All right. Um, Nikhil Harry's on the IR, just so you know. Uh staying with the Patriots. Moving on from there, Kiki Kuti was waived by the Houston Texans and then signed by the Indianapolis Colts. Of course, TY Hilton um is injured and not able to go. What else is new? Uh, you know, must be a a day that ends in Y when T.Y. Hilton injury news is out. Um, Kiki Kuti, any interest there, guys? Deep sleeper? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you should definitely watch the waiver wire and news on Kiki Kuti because he's he's talented. And uh, if he's it, it's the health. Yeah. If he's healthy, for sure, pick him up. So you, I mean, rank, you rank the Colts receivers as? Well, right now, it would be uh, Pittman, Campbell, Pascal. And but I think if I think if well Kiki Kuti is still on the practice squad, like he's not yeah. part of the team yet. Okay. So as I'm saying, you got to watch the news, wait, you know, but definitely have him uh, as a waiver wire targets at some point in the season if it works out. And it would just be great if he could uh, get on the team and be productive because then people will be picking him up on the waiver wire, and it just gives you more options for your team names, the Kiki, the QT, you know. And Paris Campbell and Zach Pascal are injury prone themselves, so Kiki Kuti can find himself. 
like to be, we're hoping to be they're fair, not. To be fair, I think Paris Campbell only had one in football injury. The rest were various car accidents and other things. Still counts. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Colts, Colts are a bit of a like. I know Carson Wentz. That's another Colts headline. Carson Wentz is uh, off of IR. Uh, should be good to go week one, um, which is wild. Very quick recovery, but they're a bit of a mess. They have three people they put on um, the COVID nineteen reserve list. Um, they're all off. They all came off. Everybody's off. Okay. Yeah. All right. And this COVID thing. Hey, the Bucks, the Buccaneers. Here's here's another reason to pick the Bucks is to repeat as Super Bowl champions. 100% vaccinated. Their entire team and organization. They are they are not going to encounter. Or they would less much less likely to encounter COVID issues. Um, because of course, if you don't already know, listeners, if someone on a team who isn't vaccinated gets uh, COVID and it causes a little outbreak and they can't play the game, you forfeit that week. So. Um, and yeah, nobody gets paid on either nobody, side. Yeah. Which is, which is the, I forgot what, about that, that which sucks. is an important piece there. Um, Anthony, did you have more on Colts or I thought you were going to say something about Kiki? No, no, I was just, I mentioned those, uh, the guys already there, they're injury prone. So he can find himself, uh, in the lineup faster than we think. Uh, okay. I know Moose is being, you know, a believer in Kiki Kuti, and I believe in his talent as well. So I hope I was hoping when he was released, I said right away that hopefully a team picks him up and you'll get a chance. So I think this is the right team for him to prove himself. Yeah. Fair enough. Other headlines, Irv Smith Jr. Tight end for the Minnesota Vikings, likely out for the season. Yep. Uh, they picked up Chris Herndon. So now the tight ends in Minnesota are Herndon and Ty Conklin. Are you guys interested in either of these guys, uh, or is it just the Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen show plus Dalvin Cook? You're not drafting uh, any of them. I mean, if if you desperately somehow needed Gronklin, I'd pick him up. Gronklin, if your team but I would never three tight ends, then you might. Be interested. I would never find myself in a situation where I would be reaching that deep for a tight end. All right, uh, Brandon Ayuk yet to resume practicing. He has an injured hamstring. You like to see that. You like to see injured hamstrings. So are we moving more towards the Debo train in San Francisco after George Kittle, of course, who's an absolute beast? Yep. Uh, I'm a big Debo I'm, guy. I'm going to say not at all until uh, until we actually see him. Like if he's if he starts missing games, then yes, for sure. But uh, let's see how bad his, his hamstring is. Okay. I, I know Anthony was already targeting Debo over Brandon Ayuk in drafts. Yeah. And I think I got to go. I think I got to go Debo. I love, go I love them Debo both. I, like, I don't, I don't think you can go wrong. Right. <laughs> like e- either one it's, you're going to, you're going to be uh, having a good time. There are two different types of receivers, um, but the, they'll both be helpful to the San Francisco 49ers. But I, I, I think Debo's my, he's my sleeper this year. Yeah, he can definitely be considered a sleeper. That's for sure. Yeah. All right, so stay tuned on that Ayuk news, especially if you've already drafted Brandon Ayuk. Um, stay tuned for that. Might not be able to play in week one. We'll see. Uh, all right, Baltimore, we got Rashad Bateman and uh, Miles Boykin. That's just a funny name. I like Boykin. They're put on IR, so they're going to miss at least three games. Yeah. Um, so pay attention there. Uh, you know, Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews is the guy. Uh, I mean, to if catch you draft passes him, in Baltimore. You're starting him. So. Uh, Should Lamar? Sammy Watkins going to be back for week one. It's true. Sammy Watkins <laughs> yeah, will probably be the true. number one wide receiver in the league week one. Week one. And then terrible the rest of the year. Could, should, Lamar, Jackson. should Lamar start throwing to himself, just tossing it up and running it down? I mean, is that like maybe it's a viable option? Then he would get double the points for fantasy. He'd get the you know, he'd get the <laughs> passing yards, he'd get the receiving yards, he'd get both touchdowns. Probably a good strategy. I think that would be wise. Um, nothing from Anthony. He's like, these jokes are terrible. He's all, you got to watch YouTube. You got to see on YouTube how disappointed he is with our corny jokes. It's always, he's, great. he's vexed. It's always encouraging. Um, <laughs> all right, Anthony, talk to us about Brashad Perryman. I mean, it, it's. And your Chicago Bears. The Bears, I don't know. Uh, sometimes they want to pick up these, uh, these receivers, these, these guys that, I mean, the Detroit Lions didn't want anything to do with them. They paid him $2 million, and you would think that when you pay somebody that money, you'd keep them at least on your team. But nope, they release them. The Bears pick him up. Uh, and I mean, if Detroit doesn't think he's good enough to be a receiver on their team, I know. Uh, I almost good. like if you get cut as receiver from the Detroit Lions, like that's not good. No other team should pick him up. Here, here's maybe this is it, Anthony. Maybe they're just like 
It's a division rival. Chicago just wanted to pick them up and be like, all right, what's their playbook? What's the plays they're running? Give us the info. And then that's all they picked them up for. <laughs> you know, maybe that I, was um, it. <clears throat> I had actually uh, seen an article out of Detroit that um, Brashad's knee-biting game was pretty weak. Uh, if you don't get that joke you got to go search dan campbell press conference detroit lions and then biting the kneecaps yeah the lines are just not so good but so that means i mean for the lines tj hawkinson is the guy um and then i really think Amon ross st brown especially in ppr leagues i think he's gonna be huge and maybe tyrell williams maybe you know i think he looks good this is a bit of a double-edged sword though because like you're not wrong in saying that he's gonna be huge but like he could also just be terrible because uh, yeah. he's the only, like he's the only guy catching the ball. Like it's one of those situations, like someone's got to catch it, but yeah. Cause he is putting on a Detroit lions sweater. <laughs> Sorry, lions fans. But, but if we were hearing talk about him at camp as if he was like Elijah Moore, then, you know, we have a little bit more confidence, but I mean, they said he's talented. He looks good, but nothing crazy has been talked about about his talent going into the season. So, I mean, he didn't get cut, which is a start. Um, but I don't, I don't even blame, I don't even blame Amon Ra. It could just, it could be Jared Goff. Jared yeah, Goff could, could be, be just tossing him terrible balls. Yeah, could be. Yeah. Um, I, I think Amon Ra St. Brown still very good sleeper contender because Elijah Moore in drafts, you have to draft maybe in, you know, round 11, somewhere around there, 11, 10, 10 to 12 range. But Amaral St. Brown, traditionally, you can get him like last pick in your draft. So there's a bit of a gap there. Um, so he's one of those flyers. If he doesn't pan out, doesn't pan out. But I think he's a he's a, a great upside sleeper. Um, all right, this one's kind of important. Wayne Gallman signed to the Falcons. The Falcons cut uh, Moose. How do you say this one? Is it Quadre or Cadre? I think Cadre? it's just Cadre. Cadre Allison. Cadre Allison cut by the Falcons. They signed Wayne Gallman. Sort of significant because before, you know, it was pretty much only Mike Davis. They cut Javian Hawkins, the rookie. So now they do have a backup who's capable. Wayne Gallman is capable. So it won't be the 100% Mike Davis show this year. He'll have, which is probably good for Mike Davis <laughs> well, what's and Mike Davis owners. What's crazy about the whole thing is that uh, they had nothing but good things to say about Cadre. And now their backfield is... Mike Davis, Wayne Gallman, and Cordell Patterson. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Uh, yeah, it's not. They the got, they got Browns rid of all backfield. Their, but they got rid of all their uh, yeah. all their rookie talent. They cut all their rookie talent as well. Yeah, but they'll be okay. They'll be okay. I mean, they're going to be. Then they're going to be passing the ball a lot. Kyle Pitts. Kyle the Pitts. Of course, Moose is psyched. He has Kyle Pitts and George Kittle in our keeper league. Yeah. Could you see a situation where you keep both those guys next year? Let's say Kamara is like gets hurt or something knock on wood we don't uh, want that i don't think so no. okay. I, that would be i i thought about it don't think it hasn't crossed my mind i thought about it but that would be uh it, it would be, have to be the most absurd like kyle pitts would have to be like ridiculous okay to keep both yeah it might happen all right uh last headline we have on the list uh giovanni bernard injured how bad is his injury guys i picked him up as a depth piece in dynasty is he out for like weeks I, I, to be honest, I don't know what the injury All right, is. We got to check that out. So the Tampa Bay picked up Darwin Thompson, Kansas City Chiefs, uh, former Kansas City Chiefs running back. Who's he's a little guy. He's quick, um, but Tampa Tampa has so much depth, so much depth. Moose, what do you do? So if you're someone, Ooh, he has a mild, all, a mild high ankle sprain. The high ankle, ankle sprains sprain. not good. Those are good. not the good ones. No, they're not good. None of them. Uh, are they're good. nagging. No, but no, high but ankle sprain is, particularly. I know. Is I know. Bad. Um, so what do you do with the Tampa backfield? So I know Moose, you would probably recommend not drafting them. Let's say someone has drafted Ronald Jones or Leonard Fournette or whatever. What do you, what do you do? How do you start? How do you play these guys? We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the, the opening kickoff to the NFL season game, Dallas Cowboys, Tampa Buccaneers. So maybe we'll save it for that. You take a notepad, you write down the mistake (laughs) you made and you never make it again by drafting them. (laughs) <laughs> uh, uh, we'll, for me, we'll hold on now yeah, there's, yeah, we'll there's value everywhere because if we're okay anyways, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get in save we'll it for it. that segment all right um that's it for headlines oh, i'm sorry there's a phone ringing my apologies guys i live i am currently in a house that has a landline that's embarrassing but uh so if you hear I think noises, all our parents have landlines i think nope. yeah nope yeah. not yours nope my parents Congrats. got rid of it uh, my parents got rid of it years ago amazing 
I'm trying to get my parents to get rid of it. It's just not happening. They <laughs> they refuse. How, what's the oldest phone you remember? Do you, oh, did you my, ever, in like your grandma's, grandma's house, did you ever have like yeah. The, yeah. the turning phone? The, like the black the, one. It's called, black. it's called a rotary phone. Rotary. Yeah. Thank you, Moose. And if you type in the area code, you know, and then the numbers, and then you make a mistake on like the second last digit, you're like, <laughs> dear Lord, you got to hang up and start rotaring all over again. Rotary. Kids these days just will never know that. <laughs> Well, kids, kids just right. have to deal with autocorrect now, which is probably worse. Nobody knows how to spell. Except well, those kids in the crypt spelling bee. They can spell the heck out of words. <laughs> yeah, they could spell rotary like that. R-O-T-A-R-Y. But anyways, um, what do we got? What do we got next, guys? Is that it for, is that it for headlines? How well, get you said subject? it was the last one. Oh, yeah, my phone rang. That's why. All right, let's go. So main topic of the day. Uh, no, no, hold we on, want- hold on. We were oh, talking oh, about Gio oh. Bernard. Oh, Okay. But I guess we're gonna we're gonna we're getting into that in the second segment, or the third. I don't know where Davis slotted in that segment. But, uh, yeah, so we're, we're just gonna talk about all Tampa well, Bay related things later. Let's talk about it now since it flows so well. Uh, so we're talking okay. about Tampa Bay first game of the season this Thursday coming one week from today. We're recording on Thursday, September second. I've lost track of the days on vacation. Um, I'll, I'll need a vacation from this vacation, by the way, guys. Um, so Dallas Cowboys, Tampa Buccaneers week one, kick off the NFL season, um, start sit decisions. What are we thinking here? You start everyone on Dallas except Pollard and Gallup. And we say everyone, we mean everyone who's. So you're starting Amari Cooper, you're starting CD lamb, you're starting Dak, you're starting Ezekiel Elliott, um, tight ends. I, I I don't want anything to do with their tight ends. Uh, uh, Dalton, Dalton Schultz, Schultz. And, Schultz and Blake Jarwin. They're both talented tight ends. I I say you don't start one of those guys for week one. Especially it's definitely, against, definitely a wait and see situation. Yeah. Tampa Bay is a very good defense. Um, so I would say wait on the tight ends. Don't play them week one. And yeah, Gallup. I mean, you, you could take a shot on Gallup week one but it is a tough defense and i mean he he's gonna be yeah but nobody picked up gallup to start right so yeah you probably draft him a little bit later and if you're gonna yeah i mean if you with him it's matchup based if you are you're starting him in your flex i don't think i don't think he's a terrible flex if you're in a terrible flex but in a situation where you need to start him he's yeah i think he's a perfect perfectly fine flex but against a tough d i I wouldn't start him this week yeah i don't know about flex well you never know i think he is a wait and see so yeah. A general rule, do you guys have a week one rule for start sit where you don't really make any wild decisions and you just draft? You put your top guys or the guys that you drafted to be your top guys in the lineup and then just see what happens. Well, I think you got to look at it starting from the flex spot. When you draft your starting running backs, your your starting uh, wide receivers, and if you didn't wait too long on tight end, those guys are – and your QB, those guys are pretty much slotted in. Right. It's when you look at your flex – because you have to make the decision, is my running back or my next wide receiver stronger? Which one's stronger of the two? Which position am I going to play in that flex? Do I have a second tight end that is better than my running back and wide receiver in that flex spot? If you have a tight end, uh, if you set it up to have a tight end in your flex spot as well. So I think that's where you have to start to look at it. And based on matchups as well, week one, I mean... The, the way the defenses are, it's not going to be identical, obviously, to last year. So, I mean, you can only go off the information you have from last season and just the rankings from the real NFL analysts. Um, so that's what and, you have to base it off of. And trust your gut. And trust your Put gut. Put your best gut forward. And I can tell you right now that currently I'm seeing the, the line for the Dallas Cowboys Tampa Bay Buccaneers game as 51 points. Um, and Tampa Bay is favored by eight. So they're projecting a roughly 30 to 22 win, um, you know, or 30 to, that's a little too much, one too much, 29 to 22 win, whatever, for the Tampa Bay Bucks. So not super high scoring. I like the over in this game. Like two really good offenses, defenses, you know, first week, you're going to make mistakes. Um, so I think it'll be pretty high scoring. So I think you're, I think you're, you're playing. You're not worried about playing anybody in this game. Even though the Bucks defense is fantastic. Well, I think you you always worry if you're starting any of the receivers in Tampa Bay. Okay, so talk about that for our listeners who have Tampa Bay receivers. Yeah, so Tampa Bay's wide receivers are all very talented, and there's quite a bit of depth. 
um, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, um, Antonio, Antonio Brown, Brown, Scotty Miller, Scotty Miller, Rob Gronkowski, um, Rob Gronkowski. There's that oh. rook, the rookie to Tyler Johnson. Second year, second year, but second he's year? good. Sorry, he, he, good. The, yes, yep. he was a rookie last season. Yeah. <clears throat> so OJ Howard. The Dave, you brought up the idea of them resting Gronk. Yeah. For playoffs. Yeah. There's no reason they don't do that with every other position too, because they could. Yeah. So it's a risk. You know, I think I think Mike Evans will be out there. Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, maybe interchanging. The only thing with Mike Evans is that he doesn't need a lot of targets to be productive. We've seen games where he's gets zero catches, zero receptions the whole game, and then towards the end of the game, catches two, two touchdowns. touchdowns. And yeah. he's like, boom, there's his 12 points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I would, you got to, I think you're starting Mike Evans no matter what. I mean, you can't sit Godwin. You're not going to no. sit Godwin, not in week one. Well, that's that's right? the hardest part is you, you can't sit them. Because they're, they're, they're very not talented. The only so, one I think you sit, again, like looking at the matchups um, and just wait, waiting to see you don't you didn't draft antonio brown to start maybe in your flex depending if you waited on wide receiver um but i would say that wait and see week one dallas is a terrible defense so they're ranked at the low 20s they were a terrible defense yeah they were but they're still going into the season i I did i read a couple articles from different sites um right now (laughs) <laughs> no, not Mac, mock draft. Real NFL and fantasy rankings. So uh, their ADP is very low. People are not drafting them as a defense. They're ranked people are in, thinking about last season. But, but I think they're going to be... I uh, talked about real NFL too. So what they've seen yeah. at camp and everything. Their, and their, weakness, their weakness is yeah. still corner and, and safety. Yeah. Corner is a big so weakness for them. You can, so, you can throw on... Uh, like Brady's going to have a day. Start so what Brady. I'm saying is you wait and see for Antonio Brown. If he lights up a bad defense like the Dallas Cowboys, or I mean, I didn't hear any word that they're going to shoot up in the D rankings. So I still think they, they'll be a bottom uh, D in the league. But if Antonio Brown lights it up, then I mean, look at him as a flex option going forward. So that's what you have. To and do. I would be wary to start Gronkowski. Uh, I mean, you probably drafted one tight end. So if Gronk's your only guy, start him and see what happens. But one for the slow, I think they're going to use him sparingly throughout the season, but two, Micah Parsons will probably get some coverage of the tight ends, and he looks like the real deal. Uh, first round draft pick, what was he, mm-hmm. 10th, 11th overall to the Dallas Cowboys linebacker? Fast, big, strong, looks like the real deal. Um, so I'd be worried about the tight ends on on Tampa for week one. Um, and then running backs, let's get into these Tampa running backs now, Moose. So Moose would have suggested if you drafted Ronald Jones or Leonard Fournette or anyone else, Moose would have told you not to do that. Uh, and why, Moose? Because now you're in a situation where it's the same thing. I mean, if Rojo fumbles, he's out. We've already, we've already seen that happen. So Bruce Arians, head coach, doesn't like fumbles. If a running so, back fumbles, you're benched. And uh, let's be honest here: like Rojo's pretty good, but he—it's not like he's been consistent. And Leonard Fournette's there. I just don't, I think it's going to be a committee or it's going to be one or the other. I just, I, I wouldn't want to maybe, maybe as an RB two, but I, you know, if I, if you're in that position, you're in that position, but I, I would not have put and, myself there. An uh, interesting thing is you would probably say that Rojo was the better running back for most of the regular season with, uh, and then parts where he would fumble or make a mistake or drop a pass, he would get benched. But then Leonard Fournette came on strong towards the end of the season and playoffs Playoff Lenny. So Lombardi Lenny. So we're not sure how they're going to start the year. Now, here's the here's here's the only reason someone might have drafted them. If we never wish for injuries, but we know what happens to running backs. If one or the other, Rojo or Leonard Fournette, were to get injured, the other guy would be would skyrocket. Uh, you know, if you're getting most of the touches for the Tampa Bay Bucks, as you got to assume they're going to be winning a lot of games and then trying to run out the clock. There's going to be a lot of points to be had from one of those guys if the other one's not playing. But we just we don't know at this point. Yeah, so, he's so. very inconsistent. So even as an RB2, I'm looking, he finished 16th last year, and I think that's why some people are high on him. He had almost 1,000 yards, seven touchdowns. I'm looking, he didn't have a s- strong start to the season. Then he went on a tear, 15.8, 14, 25, 10. Then 4, 3, 24, 2, injured. This is Rojo. Yeah. 
So and Ronald then, Jones, if he if you drafted him, he's probably your RB two or flex. Probably more like flex. Flex. I would would say. you flex him? Would you flex him week one? I'd flex him, but I still wouldn't be happy about it. Yeah, I would flex him week one yeah, because I think of the you bad can flex defense. him. I think you can flex him against Dallas. Um, I think their run defense will be better, but yeah, I, I can. You can flex Ronald Jones. What about Lenny? Leonard Fournette? Can you flex him? Mm, I think it's, it's the same situation. It's the, it, to me like Leonard Fournette has decreased in talent. I don't think he's uh, he's getting older. He's getting, he's older. getting older, and he's not that old, but he's a bruising back. I mean, he's the guy, the guy has bruisers. He's been, he, I mean, they ran him in Jacksonville. He, uh, he's seen a lot of contact. He's seen, he's, he's seen a lot of contact like Jodie Foster in that movie. Um, she, in fact, only saw the first contact. Is it first contact? Is that what it's called? Or contact? Nah, I think it's just called contact. Yeah. Okay. But I think first right. contact is the Star Trek movie. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Anthony. Is. We brought back Star Trek. Hey, we, we made it so many months without talking Star without talking Star Trek. Have you seen that? Uh, we'll talk about it later. Um, all um, right. Anything did else? You guys, did you guys hear why LeVar Burton um, isn't going to be the host? Of what? It, well, because Captain Picard would never put his crew on Jeopardy or in Jeopardy. <laughs> so you couldn't say oh, the host uh, of what? Because it's part of the punchline. Is LeVar Burton going to be the host of Jeopardy? Well, he was one of the candidates. Oh, man, he'd be great. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're getting sidetracked. Is that enough on Tampa Bay and Dallas? Who, who do you predict to win week one? we got to do a week one um, winner. Winner, winner. I'm going to say Dallas just for the for the heck of it. Tampa. <laughs> Wild. Tampa Bay Bucks. I mean, it's it's probably going to be Tampa. And over or under 51 points. Total. Mm. Is it going to be over or under? I'm going. I'll, I'll start and say over. Yeah, week one, week one, wild things happening. It's going to be over. It's going to be fun, too. That's a fun way to start the year. They always do this with Thursday Night Football. The first game. Over. Thank you. Anthony? It's not hard. Uh, Two choices. Yeah, I'll go over. Oh, okay, great. Thank you. We're all over. Yeah, we could be part of the Barstool Over Club. Uh, not a sponsor. The <laughs> first Thursday Night Football game is always... Two awesome teams, super fun, tons of hype. And then the rest of the year is always like Houston versus the Jets, Jacksonville versus the Jets. Like, yeah, it's always terrible. See, like, obviously, I want to watch good football all the time, but because it's on a Thursday night, it's perfect to fall asleep to. <laughs> no, we'd still watch it. Sometimes it's yeah. fun. Sometimes the bad teams are fun, especially this is the beauty yeah, of fantasy by football. The, by the, Red- you know, end of the third, fourth quarter, and nothing's happening, just interceptions going every direction. Which is fun. Regular NFL, if you don't play fantasy and the Thursday night football game is Houston Jacksonville, it's only Houston Jacksonville fans watching that game and then maybe even not. But if you're playing fantasy and you have Trevor Lawrence or James Robinson in that game, Brandon Cook, you're watching. You're watching and you're into it. So that's the beauty of fantasy football. More sports. Spirits. Okay. All right. So that's it for Tampa Dallas preview for week one man it feels good that we're doing game previews and start sit decisions Ooh, baby um sometimes i'll just stare at sleeper and just hope that the season just starts maybe if i concentrate hard enough i look at it long enough the season will just start yeah 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 i feel you i get you all right what's our last uh thing we wanted to talk about guys before our reddit segment last minute uh draft (gasps) oh wait hold on hold on hold on one more thing uh, Darwin Thompson was just signed to the Tampa Bay backfield. Yeah, we talked uh, about it. Did we? Yeah. We uh, mentioned backtracking. It. Backtracking. Yeah, you're no, all over the place. No, no, like... we, no. We only spoke about Rojo mm-hmm. and Fournette. We didn't mm-hmm. talk about Gio just now. Not just now, but we talked about it before. We yeah, said well, Gio we Bernard. mentioned High it, ankle we, sprain. We, Remember the high yeah. ankle sprain? But we, didn't, good as... but we didn't mention that they brought in Darwin Thompson to potentially be the pass catching but, back. But we did. Listeners know that we did. We did. You can listen back to it later. Yeah, we mentioned it in the headline, but we didn't talk about it at length. Okay. You, what? Speak your piece on Darwin Thompson. What more do you want to say? Yeah. Well, that's, that's all I had to say. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> oh man. All right. Um, I think there's a survival of the fittest joke in there with Tempe running backs and Darwin, but you know, we'll piece it out for next time. Um, all right. Moving on. Last minute draft tips. So a lot of leagues have already drafted, including our, one of our main leagues last night, but many are drafting this weekend. I know a lot of people turn it into an event, Labor Day weekend. Was that um, only last night? Our draft? Yeah. My yeah. goodness. Felt like a while ago. Yeah, I it mean, was last it, night. it's like that Greek uh, tragedy thing where the guy wants to go to the grapes, but the water keeps getting deeper. That's what I feel like Thursday is. 
It's like, yeah, the closer I get, the farther away I'm getting to the start of the season. <laughs> very good. Uh, that's a very good visual. Thanks, miss. Um, yes. So a lot of people are drafting this week. So last minute draft tips for our listeners. Um, I'm sure you guys, you guys drafted pretty well yesterday. Well, Anthony did. So do you have any last minute draft <laughs> tips for, for our listeners? Moose is trying to give himself a challenge. He's the waiver wire. He wants to prove he's the waiver wire king. Win another one. So I, mean, I, 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 I don't think my, I think I drafted perfectly fine. All right. Well, I'll say this again. I mentioned it a bit yesterday amongst the three of us. I don't like your team, but I didn't like your team last year and you won. <laughs> so, I mean, I, 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 I mean, it's bold. The moves that you made were bold. And I mean, it's worked before in the yeah. past, so I won't gotta, talk too much trash on it, but you're one of my least favorite teams in the league. You got to risk it for the biscuit. Guess so. Guess I mean, so. You know what? But Moose put his best guy forward because he picked. So receivers was one of the places where I was like, Moose, what is he doing? He's not. He waited so long to pick a receiver, but he picked several receivers that we've talked about on this podcast that could break out. So if one or two of them breaks out, then he'll be fine. So he's betting on on what he's putting his money where his mouth is. So good on you. Yeah, Bruce. even on the Kyle Pitts thing. So this is our two player keeper league. His keepers are Kittle and Kamara. 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 And then first he was the fourth pick, took Kyle Pitts. And boom. I mean Boom. Um, Kittle Pitts. Boomsies. <laughs> I mean it bo- uh, I mean you Pitt, it, I mean, it, Kittle, one of them. But, but it, this, it's a keeper league that I've already won three times. So why I just take, I don't care if I don't win this year. But, I take Kittle and if he, and or I take Pitts and if he blows up, I've got a keeper. Right. So what I was going to say too is last year you took, I think, Cam Akers in this round huh. at the back end and he, you didn't play him the whole season, but you kept him like J, uh, like Dave yeah. should have done with Justin Jefferson. And oh, then you God. play Cam Akers in the playoffs. And I might not drop to, any to players all year. <laughs> I might just, even if I'm like 0-4, I'm like, I keep my guys. Got to keep my guys this year. <laughs> but um, all right. Uh, so talking, speaking about drafts, we're going to mention any point we want. Um, so one of the main things, so now we are um, 18 weeks. And so playoffs should be made to be or start week 15 because week 14, there are bye weeks. So unless you want to deal with that crap in your playoffs, um, I would say move your league to start your play. uh, Change the rules in your league to start the playoffs. Yeah, that's a commissioner tip. I got a last minute draft tip for our uh, friends out there. Drafting defense. Um, So there's a handful of defenses that you might draft and keep the whole year because they're so good. Like the New England Patriots. When was it last year? The year before they were they were better than running backs most weeks. Um, but those are only a handful and you might grab one of those if you want, if you want to have secure yourself a great defense. Awesome. Um, but if you're going to be streaming defenses, which means changing them, maybe keeping a defense for a few weeks, dropping them, picking up another one, then what you might want to target is a defense that has a really favorable matchup week one or even weeks one, two, three. So you're at least drafting a defense that will start the season strong. So that if you're not getting the Washington football team, the Tampa Bay Bucks, the Baltimore Ravens, Draft a team that's playing the Jets week one or the Houston Texans week one. These are never bad options. So to, uh, to go further with that, even look forward to the playoff week. So I know well, then that would be a defense you're probably keeping then. Right. Yeah. So so I use that strategy that you said, look at the first few weeks and I looked at the back end. So in our keeper league yesterday, our main league, I drafted the San Francisco, San Francisco 49ers. They start the season playing Detroit, then the Houston Texans. So great start for them, and they're a strong D already. We know I have this. been playing their first three weeks, Detroit, Green Bay, Philly, which is still good. Detroit and Philly, the first three weeks. Uh, but I have them finishing championship week against Houston. Uh, Atlanta, and it's Atlanta, Titans, and then Houston. That's Houston. what I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's okay, a pretty so good playoff maybe... schedule. <laughs> so San Fran, and they should be one of the top defenses anyways. So right. you could keep them for the year. If you need to, because San Francisco strong. Oh yes, you're you're correct. So it was it was the Eagles week two, which is also we we believe will be a weak team. So great start. Probably gonna be a lot of interceptions. Yep. Um, yes. <laughs> Depending who's playing. Um, I, I don't know. I like. Um, I don't know. The Giants seem to be a bit of a mess. 
they're playing and Denver Broncos playing the Giants week one. Then they're playing Denver Jacksonville. Broncos are gonna be top two. Then they're playing Jacksonville. Then they're playing the Jets. Those first three weeks are money. So Broncos will be a good start to the year. Uh, and their playoff schedule is not terrible. So uh, I think Denver Broncos put them on your list. Yeah. Okay. Other draft tips. Moose, you're up, buddy. Yeah. I, I don't know how to correctly say this tip, but I'll, I'll do my best. <laughs> During the draft, assuming you've already prepared your lists and your rankings, fade all past player glory out of your mind. And any kind of memory you have of a certain player being fantastic or having a big catch, and you're like, oh, I recognize that name. I'm taking that guy. Stick to your list. Stick to your rankings. Don't let big names who of people who might have injuries that you, you know, in the moment you're like, oh, no, he's going to be healthy this season. Stick to the research you've done. Stick to your gut feelings and draft the people that you want to draft. And don't change your mind mid-draft. Yeah. Terrific. Anthony, back on you. Oh. Next, um, next draft tip. I mean, this is just being a good fantasy football player. Show up to your draft, people. Oh don't God. don't put your commissioner in a tough spot. Um, and, you know, it, it throws off the whole draft having to having guys auto draft. And, you know, it, it's hard for people to find time to do their drafts. I know sometimes but, in our I mean, leagues, also, a lot of people also be respectful. I mean, if yeah. you're if you're in the middle of a flash flood, I mean, yeah. I think you can auto draft. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Barring any serious uh, issues. I mean, make, make it to your draft, uh, set a, make an appointment in your phone, uh, put it on your calendar. You can even in sleeper, you can put a reminder, have your, it'll text and then, you. Yeah, that's it. And we even say, don't forget to put on your, your baseball notifications. Cap. Oh, baseball. Cap. I was okay. trying to finish but, your sentence. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We wouldn't make a good couple moose. Uh, it's not, we're not on the same par page. Okay. Oh, uh, par. Anthony. I don't know. I meant to say page. <laughs> I ruined that whole bit. But anyways, the point is turn on your notifications in whatever platform you're playing on. Uh, league updates, messages from the commissioner. It's important. Yeah, definitely show up to your draft. Here's a draft tip for you. Um, this is more for experienced veterans, because if you're new to fantasy football, you just want to focus on getting your guys drafting. But if you have a little bit more experience and your draft is not the day before the play, the league play starts, um, what you can do is not draft a kicker and you can draft someone knowing if you're, and this is dependent on if your league has an IR spot, but you can draft someone who, you know, you can put on your IR, for example, a Michael Thomas. Um, so you guys were high on drafting Mike Thomas, Michael Thomas, uh, pretty early. You said like round five, although none of you did. Um, but let's say you draft Michael oh, Thomas we more. In the, we earned an opportunity to do so. You didn't draft him in round five or six? Well, because I, I was in the followed. opportunity to do so. So part of oh, Moose's okay. uh, draft tips and what I also said is if we have players ranked ahead of him at the wide receiver position, we wouldn't take him over those players as well as maybe you didn't take, uh, we didn't take a wide receiver that round. We took a running back. Okay. So that's what you have to look at as well. Okay. So... If you were to draft someone that is uh, on IR, what you can do is not draft a kicker, finish off your draft, and then go and slot your guy into the IR and then go pick up your kicker. Now you have an extra person on your team, if your league allows that. So it's a little uh, sneaky one. We had uh, two people do that in our league and uh, worked out. it might work out pretty well for them. They got Michael Thomas sitting on their IR. Pretty sweet. So that's a draft tip for you. I'm just going to check Michael Thomas when he was drafted here. <laughs> All right, what's up next? I mean, um, yeah, I don't know if you have one moose. I, I don't, I don't think I don't think I have another tip. Okay. Um, Michael Thomas was drafted yesterday in round seven. Okay. Yeah. Okay. By who? I just want to. By Goss. Mike. Mike Goss. Mike Goss. Killing it. Yeah. It's a good time to draft him. I mean, yeah, round seven is a little more appropriate than round five where you guys had him, but didn't take him. Well, we weren't. I, I You're missing. The draft didn't work out so that we could take him. Oh, okay. Why is that? Well, I'm also at the back end, so there are other positions I might need to fulfill because I'm I have to wait a while. Just busting your the... chops. Just busting your chops, guys. Are your chops okay? 
The chops are fine. Your chops are fine. All right, we're good. Um, all right. It, last thing I'll say for your draft, draft tips, just be chill. Be chill. And especially if you've been mocking a lot, it rarely, if ever, goes exactly how you're going to mock. So there will be a, there'll probably be a player they are like, oh, I wanted him and he's gone. Don't let that get you rattled. There's plenty. If you've done your research, you've been listening to the podcast, there's plenty of players out there um, that are going to have good fantasy seasons and help you win. So don't panic if one of your players gets gets nabbed. Um, stay calm, stay adaptable, and go crush it. And have a beer if you're a beer drinker. It's going to help. It's going to help keep you relaxed. Awesome. All right, guys. I think our listeners are ready. If they've been listening to the podcast, they're going to crush. Crush their Labor Day weekend drafts. Absolutely dominate. Uh, we ready for the next segment? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. Well, it's time for a little Thursday night version of They Said It on Reddit. I was a little bit different on the on the set at you. You did a little. I did some hand gestures, too. You feeling that yeah. or was it bad? It wasn't. It, it was okay. It wasn't. Okay. It wasn't my favorite Moose one. Moose is a traditional guy. He wants it the same. You want it to be the it exact It wasn't the hands. You, you did a little, little pitch difference there. Okay. 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 Oh my! I'll jot that down. I'll note that down. I found my pen, by the way. Oh, good. Um, it was still fantastic, though. Thank yeah. you. Um, all right. So this one's coming from user Beersy13. I love him already. Or her. Miles Gaskin, question mark, is the header. What's the verdict on Miles Gaskin? Is he an RB2 or RB3 flex with high upside? I keep hearing it's an RB committee in Miami, and I'm hesitant to scoop Gaskin. Do you think... Uh, we will see enough fantasy opportunity from him to be a serviceable RB2. Does he have the talent to support this? On the Fantasy Footballers MVP pod, Jamie from CBS called Gaskin his MVP and highlighted his patch catching ability, but he's the only expert I follow that's been tooting his horn. I know Justin Boone from the score is definitely down on him, so where is his real value? He's dropped to the fifth, sixth round in my mock drafts. Okay, so great question. I'll move well, to go first. Yeah, I'll, I'll go first just by saying I drafted him. And that should that should speak volumes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it shouldn't because you're like not a win it at the draft and yeah. you're more if of you a recover him, from your failures. Then I'd be really the, the point is he's a Miami Dolphin. Oh god. Oh, that does speak volumes. <laughs> Oh, I didn't even think about that oh, yeah, when you I drafted him yesterday. Oh, my God, you drafted a dolphin. Moose, drafted a going dolphin. against your cardinal rule. <laughs> I know. That's got to be smokes. some bad karma somewhere. Bad. <laughs> I don't know. No, I think, you know what, Moose? This is it. Moose is like, you know what? I'm bored with my three championships, so I'm going to try. I'm going to have two tight ends in the first three rounds, essentially, with the keepers, and I'm going to draft a Miami Dolphin and still win. He, he wants to make it a challenge, see if he can win against going against all odds. <laughs> That's great. So here, I'll tell you, I do have to speak this about Miles Gaskin to our listeners. I think when we did our running back, our most recent draft rankings, we had him skyrocketed up the rankings because of a slight Excel spreadsheet error, um, human error slash Excel spreadsheet error. So his true rankings is as we posted on our um, uh, Instagram account, 3B Fantasy Pod. If you're not already following, go check it out. And, and he's ranked... And halftime sports, please, halftime sports app. He is ranked 21st. So we have him consensus ranked as an RB2. Um, and I think that's a fine spot for him. I think he's definitely, he's going to be in that range. And um, we always say this, but if he stays healthy, he will finish as an RB2. Um, I believe. Um, I, I feel that I'm kind of low on him. I have him at 27th in my personal um, but I do have him in the same category as guys that are within the same or have the same issue on their team. So like Chase Edmonds with uh, James Conner, Melvin Gordon with Javonta Williams. Um, so basically, I think that you have three solid running backs on Miami. Salvin Ahmed. 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 Is it Ahmed? Because I looked at the spelling after and the, like, is it pronounced Ahmed, but not spelled Listen, that way? My understanding yeah. is you can just say whatever name you want. I was listening to a guy today who called him Raheem Mozart. Well, that's obviously not right. Well, I know, but <laughs> doesn't mean you can't call him whatever you want. But you just Brian saying, Mostert. I'm just saying no, nobody, nobody knows. And like, he I has no I've Brian? Heard, I've heard Ahmed the most. Okay, Salvin so I'll, I'll keep it at Salvin Ahmed because the, you guys didn't correct me when I when I would say it that way, but then I looked at the spelling. I'm like, oh boy. But anyways, 
Um, so Salvin, Ahmed, Malcolm Brown, and Miles Gaskin, obviously running back by committee. I do think Miles Gaskin will get the first touches, but I'm going to compare them to the Rams last year. I mean, it's a different team, but bear with me. So Darrell Henderson, Malcolm Brown, and Cam Akers, uh, in that order, you had 138 attempts, 101 attempts, and 145 attempts. Um, Cam Akers had the most attempts, but was the least productive back out of the group. He also played the least amount of games. So uh, basically what I'm saying is Malcolm Brown will get his fair share of touches. And I think Salvin Ahmed, only sh- like he only played six games. So in his six games, he was a waiver wire pickup. He was, he was able to be a decent fantasy uh, option for you guys in weeks uh, if you had an injury or depending on matchups. So I think with those three guys there and all of them going to get work i think miles gaskin can't be that high and referring to the guy he was talking about from cbs sports that guy i saw his take on it uh online and he thinks that he could finish number one the best running back in fantasy that's not going to happen that's that's a bit much well it can definitely happen if there's 25 other injuries just starting right <laughs> yes, now. 25 other injuries and somebody goes down within his team. So, I think Ma- Malcolm Brown will vulture touchdowns, which will remove his val- uh, remove some value from him. So Can- I, 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 I don't disagree with what you're saying, Anthony, because honestly, Malcolm Brown vulturing the touchdowns is something we've addressed before, and it's something I've thought about. However, last season, I was also a firm believer that Jordan Howard was going to be the guy in Miami, and then... Miles Gaskin showed up and, you know, just dominated. And I'm pretty sure last season they were talking uh, committee. Sorry, committee. Jo- um, Moose, Jordan who? Jordan Howard. Thank you. But um, just before you continue, I want to put a little side note. Uh, who was the guy on the podcast saying, don't draft Jordan Howard? I don't hey, recall. I don't recall. That's what yeah. I said. I already said. We were just, <laughs> no, we no, I know. But you were high on him. But I'm saying like there, there were signs yeah, pointing so, to him not being productive. Yeah. So, well, and then it, then it turned out that. Uh, he apparently just showed up in Miami and Miami just said, no, we don't want to use you. Um, and that's why it didn't And Matt Breda out. was there as well. Yeah. Matt so, uh, so, Breda. and so even th- there was all types of committee there last season and, and miles Gaskin came out on top. So honestly, I'm uh, as an owner, I guess I have a little bit of bias, but I'm thinking that Malcolm Brown is a depth piece and it's going to be the miles Gaskin show with Salvan Ahmed, uh, sprinkled in here and there so here's my take on it um will he probably be a serviceable rb2 yes but i i there are dangers and risks there that could drop him down so i wouldn't be super comfortable with him as my rb2 um i want someone who's as rb2 who's going to be getting who doesn't have competition um and who's going to be getting doesn't have to be a stud um but definitely getting the bulk load of the work so guys i would prefer are like uh, mike davis um, with, with Wayne Gallman there? Yeah, it's only Wayne Gallman. I, I might even prefer Damien Harris. Um, I prefer Gus Edwards. I drafted Gus Edwards in my RB2. He's pretty much the only guy there. Um, so, you know, I, I, I'm not super high miles gasking, but he could be, he can be okay. So, He'll yeah, probably be fine. I, I mean, and like just to piggyback off what you were saying in our draft yesterday, so not a mock draft, guys. I'm just looking at options, moves could have taken or was there any options better than Gaskin so right after Miles Sanders went all three of us are very low on Miles Sanders so no I would take Gaskin over Sanders would you take Henderson over Gaskin no I I probably would yeah I would as well because I ranked him higher Kareem Hunt over Gaskin definitely uh I would as well Javonta Williams over Gaskin as if you're comfortable with waiting uh, four weeks Javante Williams. So Miles Gaskin will be right. better to start the year than Javante Williams, but by the somewhere, Javante Williams is going to take over. Yeah. Um, and then it, Mike Davis and Gus Edwards went. I don't think you're taking Javante Williams at that spot where he took Gaskin. I think it's way too early. Um, so I mean, it, it's preference at this point. You're at the back end of the uh, of the running backs that are available to be your starting running back, and I mean, I don't think it's a bad pick from what was available um, because we know he is going to get the the first touch. Uh, and Henderson, we know, is injury prone. Uh, Kareem Hunt is the RB2. Javonta Williams will need a few weeks. So Gaskin was yeah. the best option there. Plus, I mean, Sorny's Michelle is there now. 
Sornese Michelle. <laughs> Dave, that should be your team name. Because you drafted uh, Sony Michelle. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Sony. Well, there's some stuff there. There's some stuff there. You really got to go with just fun names, not necessarily. Well, and he's a bench player, so... All right. Um, I was drumming up how to pronounce Salvin Ahmed. Do you want me to? Do you want me to play it? Sure. Okay. Here if, we go. I mean, if it's appropriate. I. Don't, <laughs> I. Well, it's the same people we always use on the YouTube. I mean, are you okay with it? No. Who's approved? Okay. Well, then no. we're not doing it. <laughs> no. <I'm> fine. <laughs> I don't right. trust this. You don't trust. I don't them. trust it's this. It's not super reliable, but right, well, so. I don't trust some. We got a quality control what we're what we're playing okay. here. Okay. Okay. Um, all right, <laughs> guys, uh, that does it. Um, I did not drink a beer on this podcast, but it's probably the first day, like I, so many beers have been consumed on this vacation and I did have plenty of wine for dinner. Now here's a cool thing when you leave. So when you grow up in a city, I don't know about you guys, but when I was growing up in Montreal, I wasn't frequently going to like the best Montreal restaurants and like going around finding good spots, you know, the old port and cool stuff. But now that when you visit, you, you go out a little more. You're almost like a tourist. So, but this has to be one of the best restaurants in Montreal. I have been there before, and it is an Italian restaurant, an Italian steakhouse restaurant in La Salle, La Campagnola, and it is phenomenal. Have you guys been yet? No. Put it on your to-do list. Take your significant others soon. Boom. Book it. Fantastic. Great service. Delicious food. I had a breaded veal. Milk-fed veal stuffed with prosciutto and provolone on top of a bed of gnocchi. My goodness. And appetizers, forget about it. Mozzarella di buffalo. No, we had a burrata. And um, uh, some smoked salmon. Hickory, moose. Hickory, smoked salmon. I know you like hickory smoked things. So, Do you realize what he just did? He's just like deflecting. It's like or distracting us from the reason he didn't have a beer what? he was just like what? i didn't have a beer but uh listen yeah. to this restaurant let, let me eat so let me much say all I these italian stuffed. words i was so stuffed i couldn't have a beer i, was I had so stuffed. The, I, the mozzarella it's too much <laughs> <laughs> the burrata uh, mozzarella the buffalo it's in my stomach it's, uh, it's too much um all delicious. right you couldn't you couldn't get a peroni in there or something of that nature no, I had some uh, soda water to settle everything down. There, it was a lot. I ate too much. I ate too much. <laughs> I ate too much. All right. Well, I'll give you guys one guess what I'm drinking. Oh, Heineken. Every time you say Incorrect. one guess, it's Heineken. It's a past oh, oh, I saw that before, too. I should have known. You tricked us. You tricked us. PBR. It goes down easy, PBR. I like and PBR. Mike, PBR is the best. Yeah. My can's the same color, but nowhere near. It's a Michelob <laughs> it's Ultra nowhere, Light. It's nowhere near beer either. Yeah. You just have the same as me, I think. Can't make fun of me, and then also uh, mine has some water. alcohol percent. Like I'm not, not even gonna go light. wide. It's not, I'm not even, even light. It's ultra light. Ultra. Yeah. Anyways, I had it once. I can't. I I just I dislike McClob ultra, ultra light. McClob. <laughs> McClob. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Jim, Jimmy Garapolina. Jimmy All right. Garoppolina. Um, words of wisdom heading into Labor Day weekend and draft. Also, hold on. Weekend. Real, yeah. Real quick. Okay. And you did you see the Jimmy Garoppolo Velociraptor side by side? Yeah. And when you wrote, <laughs> how do you not find this funny? I was like. One, I didn't write that. Or whatever said, you wrote. He said, not even a comment. Not even a comment. Oh, yeah. And then not I even. laughed because I didn't notice it at first. And then I noticed it after. And then he said something else like, Anthony, it, serious? It, that's what you wasted the end of. Of like us closing out halftime. We half did time. talk about that on our halftime live show for quite a bit. Like we were waiting. So, I think it's yeah. a if, the you, show. if you squint a little bit, I mean, obviously one's a dinosaur and one's Jimmy Garoppolo. But uh, are you saying if you squint a little bit, you can't tell who's the Velociraptor and who's Jimmy Garoppolo? <laughs> no, but you could. They kind of look. Uh, like. I showed it to my brother as a test. I'd be like, yeah. I th thought it was funny when I when I saw it, and I was like, <laughs> and I remember seeing it way back when, and I sent it to my brother. I was like, check it out. That's uh, he's not a fancy guy. So I'm like, that's Jimmy Garoppolo, quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, and he's like. He's, he's like, yeah, that's yeah, pretty pretty good. I'm like, is it funny? He's like, yeah, I don't know. Don't look that yeah, much that was like exactly that. Yeah, that was my response. That was my response. I mean, I'm not, not I'm not saying it's the greatest joke of all time. I'm just saying. I find looks, it funny. Looks, the, smile, looks like a the smile and the shape of the nose. <laughs> I now you got to post it. Not Mamoose. Now you got to post it on our Instagram story and, and people <laughs> and put, is this funny? We didn't invent it. Put a poll. Is this funny? Put a poll. Is it funny? Yes or no? It's not what's important to me. I don't care if it's funny or not. I would just. That's exactly what you care about. No, 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 no. All I care about is if other people see the similarity that I see. I don't care if people find it funny. Okay. So what do you want the poll to be on Instagram? 
I don't do, know. Do they look alike or is it, or is this funny? And you post okay. the picture. We can put both. Why not both? Okay. That's actually a great idea. So if you're not always following us, <laughs> 3B Fantasy Pod on Instagram. You can also or, find us wait, on Twitter. I have the third email. option. Okay. We just the third don't option do is, is, is Moose's sure. Just a sure. 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 I just, what uh, do you mean? Wait, and, and on the post? Polls can only have two options. Yes or no. Or you can write them whatever you want, but two options on polls on Instagram. Oh. No third option. Sorry. Oh, unless you do a A, B, C, D, four choices. But then it's not a poll. It's like you get one of them has to be correct, the correct answer, like multiple choice. Anyways, we're going way off. Get on 3B Fantasy Pod on Instagram. For and everything, go, and poll, you go decide for yourself. Ask Dave. Yeah, and get the halftime sports app to listen to our live show. Yep. Well, here's the great thing if you want start sit advice, which is the big thing throughout the season, and waiver wire advice from the waiver wire wizards himself, Moose. Um, then you're going to probably the best way to do that is come on halftime sports live 10 PM Eastern on Wednesday, 7 PM Pacific, and just ask us directly in the chat or come on and be like, Hey, should I start, uh, Ronald Jones or Leonard Fournette? And we'd be like, neither. Why are they both on your team? Yeah. And, uh, shout out, shout out to Philip, Philippe on Instagram, Philip, Philip from Finland, Philip, Philip from Finland. Yeah. He, uh, he's been reaching out to us, um, a lot. a lot and you know what we got we're we're helping him out and he's uh, he's new to fantasy and we love having him so hit us up on instagram we'll answer i actually it's too bad that league redrafted because i took philip um pick by pick through his draft without seeing a screen just on instagram messaging he's like who should i take here here in your 45 he's like quick 45 seconds and i was helping uh, him out through his I draft his, he had a league isn't listening yeah he had <laughs> They don't want to shoot. They redrafted anyway. So it was an excellent team. He was killing it. And then they were like, oh, there's too many injuries. We got to redraft. That, which is bogus, by the way. It's like it was the J.K. Dobbins owner being like, we got to redraft now. J.K. Dobbins is out. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Come yeah. On. That's come on, silly. man. Come on, man. All right, guys. Um, that's it for me. Yep. Um, yeah. Put, you, put your best gut forward this weekend if you're drafting. And, and get your guys. Go get your guys. Get your guys. Awesome. As always, thanks for listening. See you next time. Ciao.